Here we go, guys, in three, two, one. And here we go with another edition of Sports Medicine Weekly on this Saturday morning. Steve Cashel and Dr. Brian Cole. How was your week, Dr. Cole? It was awesome. Good, good, good. Good weather, good chance to be active, good week of work. I wish summer no would last all year. I know you do. You're a, you're a summer <laughs> lover, but that's kind of because you're golf, right? Even if yep. you're not golfing all the time, you just know that you can play I don't, golf. I don't mind the seasons. I do love to play golf, but I just love to be in short sleeves. Yeah. And, you know, my skin is uh, hydrated yeah. and, you know, a little tan, and you just yeah. feel better. You know, I you're agree. active, you're outside, you're running around, you could chase the dog, and, you know, I agree. in the winter, I want to stay inside. Yeah, no, I, I just will keep it as long as we can. Yeah. Well, it's good to see you, and we got a full show for you included in our show this morning. We're going to talk with uh, Jabari Parker, the newest member of the Chicago Bulls, going through a uh, double ACL rehab, so to speak. And uh, I'm going to ask about how you, as the Chicago Bulls, uh, head team doctor, Dr. Cole, uh, handle that. You know, what what happens when a player gets traded or a player signs as Jabari did with the Bulls as a free agent, how you take over the medical records, and then Jabari coming back from sure. uh, two ACL tears on the same knee. It's going to be interesting stuff, so I look forward to that. Ask the doctor as well. We always have good questions coming in from our website, our uh, Ask the Doctor segment. You write in a question, and Dr. Cole does his best to answer it. But we begin, Dr. Cole, with uh, how NBA players have historically fared after Achilles injuries. Is it true that uh, among the frequently suffered major basketball injuries, there's nothing worse than a torn Achilles? And I would say this. I think the Achilles doesn't get nearly as much attention as, say, an anterior cruciate ligament or ACL tear that we'll talk about with Jabari. Uh, but I will tell you that it, it can be the consequences could be far more devastating because it's so difficult to get them back. There was a you know, one of the, the great things about being with the NBA is uh, having access to the information uh, through the NBA Research Society and their database. And there was a study that was generally based on public information that was published in 2013, but it's still true today. At that time, they followed a series of 18 players. Sen- seven of them never got back to play. So that's a Who far- suffered Achilles injuries. Exactly, exactly. Wow. And, and that's a lot different than what you hear from the ACL. Almost everyone gets back at some time after an ACL reconstruction, but the Achilles has a totally different outcome and uh, poses a whole new set of circumstances to get an athlete back to play. Yeah, there's a lot of big-name NBA players who have suffered the injury. Brandon Jennings, Wes Matthews come to not come the mind, Rudy Gay, uh, but Kobe Bryant, uh, it happened to him. He torn an Achilles uh, March 2013 at age 34. He did play three more seasons. He was obviously past his prime at that point, but uh, maybe one of the rare ones that was able to play. De- DeMarcus Cousins, recently yep. signed by the Golden State Warriors, kind of the one big free agent signing uh, this year that took, took a lot of uh, headlines. Now, he's out with an Achilles and they're hoping that he can play and return to the court by December of January or January with his torn Achilles. Yeah, so that's, that's what the Warriors even, yeah, are banking even on. That's, even that's pretty optimistic. Wow. You know? I mean, I think you've got to go on the record as saying a minimum of six to eight months, and I, and I, and I would bet that it takes at least a year to get your, your athleticism back and your pre-injury level of play. Okay, so you used to work on Achilles injuries, correct? Well, yeah. When I first came out, I was dealing with kind of all sports industry, in, in injuries, but have really gravitated towards managing shoulder, elbow, and knee now. We have at Midwest Orthopedics at Rush some of the best foot and ankle specialists in the country, all fellowship trained. They, you know, as you know, we often see more foot and ankle injuries than anything else. So I rely upon them. I really lean on them to help uh, manage our players, even for the Bulls, White Sox, and 
uh, just our general athletic active population for foot and ankle problems. We've got one on the line with us, uh, Dr. Johnny Lynn from Midwest Orthopedics at Rush. He is a foot and ankle surgeon. And Dr. Lynn, thanks for joining us here on Sports Medicine Weekly. How are you? I'm good. Good. Thanks for having me on. All right. So um, is it, you know, let's let's follow up on what Dr. Cole was saying. First of all, tell us what the Achilles is. Most of us know, but I'm thinking of a rubber band there in the back of your ankle, right? Yeah, I mean, it's basically um, within your leg and the, all the muscles and tendons that help work the ankle. It's your strongest muscle um, that goes across your ankle. And so it's the one, it's your calf muscle. And your Achilles tendon is basically your connection of your calf muscle with your foot, and so it's going to be your strongest, most powerful, explosive force that, uh, in order to let you push off when you're running and jumping. So clearly, it's very important, not only just for sports, but regular everyday activities. What's what? Why the age uh, and, and sport predilection for this injury? Because you rarely see it in super young people. You typically see it in men, right? And you see it in specific sports like basketball and, say, tennis, for example. Yeah, I mean, there's there's been a lot of um, discussion within the foot and ankle community as to why the 30 to 40 year olds are more susceptible. And I think the general concept is that um, as we age, our tendon, tendons uh, tend to um, over time lose a little bit of the elasticity and a little bit of the strength. And some of these things happen in a very sort of asymptomatic fashion. And I think. The ages of 30 to 40 is, is sort of just the, the right interval of time where people are still very active doing a very high level of sport, yet their tendons start to deteriorate. And so those who are older don't tend to be doing such a high activity. Um, so I think it's just a, it just happens to be the crossing point of high level activity with a little bit of tendon sort of loss of strength. Again, we're visiting with Dr. Johnny Lynn from Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, the foot and ankle surgeon, talking about how NBA players have historically fared after Achilles injury. Steve Cashel and Dr. Brian Cole. Uh, you guys, uh, interesting what you said, Dr. Cole and Dr. Lynn. Um, it's uncommon in sports injuries for it to be women or even younger athletes. Why is that? Johnny, what do you think? I'm, I mean, I have my own uh, suspicions, but there's certain things like we hardly ever see a patella tendon injury or a quadriceps tendon injury in a woman. Same thing for Achilles. I mean, when was the last time you had an Achilles tendon tear in a woman? You know, I, I have to say, because um, I've been doing this for, you know, over 10 years now, that for some reason, I would say in the last five, six years, last half of my, you know, my practice, I've noticed there have been more women getting injured, uh, getting Achilles tendon ruptures. However, it is still dramatically more in men. And so yeah. the going theory is that there's probably something um, hormonally where the, the, the testosterone level somehow has a negative effect on the tendon. Um, but this is, a, you know, obviously typically theory. We don't really have a lot of solid data or any um, sort of laboratory data to, to guide us. Um, this is just the only thing we can really point to. Because um, the mechanics, um, you know, unlike, I believe, in the knee, the mechanics at the ankle are very similar between men and women. So we really can't point to that as the, the cause. Right, right. You know, so, Steve, it's interesting um, so we're, uh, we're speaking with Johnny Lynn, who's my partner, is a foot and ankle specialist. And, um, you know, Johnny, correct me if I'm wrong, but you can basically make this diagnosis over the phone. And it's almost always the same story. You know, there's a guy who says, I was going out for a layup or I was going to try to get a ball in tennis and I was reaching. And I, f and I swear someone kicked me in the back of my calf or my heel. And I felt a loud pop and everyone kind of turned. And I looked around and there was no one around. I mean, it's like the same. Do you story. hear the pop or feel the pop? Uh, or what both? do you, Johnny? What do you think? I, I think um, 
usually it's feel the pop, and every once in a while people say they hear it. But I think yeah. there's so much noise going on during sports, you don't hear it. But right. it's definitely something that the patient really thinks that they heard a pop. So let's let's get down to the crux of, crux of it. Why you know that that report looked at 18 players in the public domain that were NBA players who sustained an Achilles tendon injury. And seven of them never return. Now, there's lots of reasons guys never return back to sport. There could be roster changes, where they are in their contract year. There be, you know, they're they're just they may hang it up. Could be fear of re-injury. But there's clearly something about this injury that is way different than other injuries that we deal with on a pretty regular basis. Why is it so tough for these guys to get back? You know, um, I, I think even as a specialty, we're still struggling to figure out um, the factors because there's not likely to be one single factor. Um, I think. Probably one of the biggest things that we see is that even after we, we repair these, and, and even if it looks to be a good repair, the muscle never comes back to full size. And so um, a lot of us think there's something to do with like some degree of permanent atrophy that happens in that calf muscle uh, because of the length of time that, that it takes to, to get to a level of rehabilitation, I think, to get that muscle back. And so the, the fight for us always is to try to get a strong enough repair so that we can rehabilitate them quicker because we think that is a major factor. Um, and then probably some other factors there are also, I think when there's any kind of major injury um, with that tendon is that there's some degree of scarring, some degree of where it just never returns back to the same elasticity. And I think the, the, uh, the athlete feels that, and they, they don't have that same kind of confidence and explosiveness that they, they used to have. Again, visiting with Dr. Johnny Lynn from Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, foot and ankle surgeon Steve Cashel here with Dr. Brian Cole at Sports Medicine Weekly on this Saturday morning. Uh, I also read, gentlemen, that recent trends point to Achilles rehabilitation taking closer to six to eight months rather than nine to 12. Do you agree with that, Dr. Cole, first? I don't know. I think that's ambitious. I'm not sure. You know, the first thing is you got to get it to heal, which is pretty predictable. Retail rates early on are, are not. In fact, you know, Johnny can verify, but we've probably gotten more aggressive in the early rehabilitation stages. What in is terms the retail of, rate? Uh, John, okay, well, <laughs> Johnny, you got one in the literature? I'm sorry, say again, what was the what's, the what's the retail rate? Yeah, so the retail rate is very low. Um, yeah. Surgical repair, I would say, I mean, it's less than 1%. Right. It's wow. not, so it's not that they retear. Yeah, we, you know, in fact, they've learned to really accelerate the rehab, get them out of a splint, get them into a boot, put them in heel lifts, really get them walking pretty normally early on. But I think, to you know, Johnny's point, basketball is a jumping, high-power sport, and this is a muscle that has, in fact, when you look at the calf muscle, it crosses two joints. It crosses the back of the knee, right, some of those muscles, and it crosses the foot and ankle. So there's a lot to rehabilitate to get their strength back. So I'm sure much of this has to do with timing, has to do with the ability to get their strength, their, 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 their ability to exert force, to jump, to land. And there's probably a little bit of apprehension that goes along with it because it, it it's an awful injury that has a lot of disability up front. Um, Anything else, guys? Sorry, we're, let's that's take right. a, we're, we're taking at it. I, I, that's about. Is that yeah. good, Shane? Are we good? That's good. Johnny, do you want anything else? No, I mean that's. I, I mean those are all the major points. Okay. Great. Okay. Right. So, let me let me say goodbye then. Yeah. Perfect. All right. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Johnny. All right. Hold on. Here we go. Okay. All right, gentlemen, we got to move on. But great stuff, Dr. Brian Cole and Dr. Johnny Lynn from Midwest Orthopedics Rush. Thank you, Dr. Lynn, for joining us on Sports Medicine Weekly. Okay. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Still to come on our show, Jabari Parker, the newest Chicago Bull. We'll talk about trying to return from a uh, two ACL injury on the same knee. Up next, though, Ask the Doctor segment. Stay with us. You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly on 670 The Score.